Welcome to Grim After Dark, Warhammer 40,000's only late night show. For some reason. Joining me on the show is my good friend, uh, and he brings a wealth of knowledge and experience to the table. Give him a warm round of applause to Danny McDevitt. Warm? Never heard warm round of applause before? I don't think so. Is that a Canadian thing? I feel like that's a common saying. <laughs> I don't know what to say, man. Also joining us uh, on the show is someone who's gone even further, as so much further into the closet that he's in fact underneath the bunk bed. It's John Cunnell, everybody. Guys, and none of that, none of that was actually metaphorical at all. This was all literal statements from Val there. Hundo P. That's okay. Uh, I'm almost 40 years old, and I'm finally out of my wife's closet. And we're <laughs> from Grim, the brand new Grim After Dark green screenless studio. Yes. Well, I mean, in, uh, I feel like the bunk bed should provide you ample opportunity to add green screen, but your lighting looks fantastic tonight. I got to say, John. Brother, there's so much more room for activities in here now. And boy, are there some activities that I can't wait to perform in the bunk bed. Masturbating is what you're saying. Isn't that your kid's yeah. room? It's the Grimatorium. And it's well-known fact now that whenever you go on one of these dumb TVs, I think this is my first time in a TV, right. these weird dumb glasses just appear in your face. It's entirely... Uh, it's it's yeah. entirely involuntary. They just appear, but I do believe they fulfill the affiliate program of putting FLG's logo uh, on our screens during our show. So you're welcome, boys. That's wow. true. Now, John, because I don't yeah. actually, I didn't actually write the show, and you do that every week. Fair. I'm I'm very open to, to just confusingly I, handing over the reins to you from here on out. If you wanted to host, I would. I would love. Um, I would love if we could just awkwardly leave it on you uh, for the next uh, 45 All right. minutes Slide or something. One. Like no. no dicks. Come on, big dicks. <laughs> Let's rip it up. Wait, are we calling him big dicks now? Because I, dicks. I have I have notes. You have notes? Not big dicks? I have notes. Big dicks? I have some corrections. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> little dicks. There we go. Bitty, bitty, little dick. Okay. Let's, let's try this. Slide one. Go. Right, yeah, it's yeah, perfect. All right, Danny, what are, what are we looking at here? For, yeah, for the maybe audio the listener. best review I've ever read in my entire life. It's a um, review for this show. Correct. It's a five-star review saying it's the best as the title. This mm -hmm. podcast is a glorious vehicle for Danny McDreamy, who is always spot on with his 40K takes. Why go anywhere else? Today, FLG stands for Frickin' Lost Greatness. Just, just incredible. Okay. That is absolutely <laughs> the end of that. Well, yeah. there, there's another part eventually. What? No, there's not. Yeah. It, it has to end there. There's there could be no other parts to this. I mean, I well, I mean, I could pick it up. Yeah, uh, pick it up. Pick up the end. Uh, okay, is that good enough? Writes this listener. Please let my wife go, Danny. My tears have washed the scent from her pillow. I've taken to wearing her clothes at night. Just send me a picture so I know she's okay. Twisted. You knew she was dead already. <laughs> What's in the box? <laughs> it's Warhammer, actually. Yeah. That's the answer Just every time. Bruise, I haven't clipped the bits from, baby. <laughs> That's how we go to hey, now. Hey, guys. Sorry, I don't want to break this up, but uh, Mark Murphy just killing it with the comments. He goes, how long has Val been in the Matrix? It <laughs> 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 <Hey>. looks like Morpheus. <laughs> hey, I'm a translucent Lawrence Fishborn. It's true. Uh, 
Yeah. Well, you know, these are a toddler's sunglasses. I'm not going to lie. I think you kind of look like the Blood Bowl announcer, the vampire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, man. It's <laughs> played by Jack Nicholson. Yeah, yeah perfect. Um, this is a picture of a little Votanian, and the guy's saying, you're so cute. And then Grimdan comes in and says, it's time to make you sexy. Uh, Daddy, why do people keep making things sexy in Warhammer? John, it comes from a deep well of horniness um, that I think exists within so many gamers in this day and age. For a guy who's literally tuning in from underneath a bunk bed, you would think you would just intrinsically understand the need to make things sexy. (laughs) There is nothing sexier. If you want, we can absolutely turn this into like a Warhammer Plus stream. I don't know like how into that you're going to be. Let me see. Get the right settings here. Hats. Uh Oh, shit. Well, (laughs) no faces. Okay. First thing we're going to do with the Patreon money is get you a new hobby, Matt, because that's that's gonna need that's a little psychedelic man guys this is why we need the patreon money is for this hobby about right here. yeah and only like uh, yeah. 30 40 percent of that is paint so yeah it's just good lacquer on the on the, yeah, on the lacquer. top layer hmm. moving on some chaos on chaos <laughs> action i found this this picture which is like a really well done painted model this time danny okay um, okay yeah okay. We're, we're back to warhammer back to the thing i'm gonna ask hey, you guys this motherfucker is shushing <laughs> just like uh scarsnick that, that you wanted to have uh but i'm gonna ask what's the more tired joke dark angels being traitors or i am alfarious which this picture represents both Dark Angels being traitors. I, I, that is that has got to be the one that just is is not fun. It's, it's it's I'd say like as far as like forty k jokes that suck is Dark Angels are traitors and uh, look I put my passport in my shoe. Isn't that funny? Now does that one only suck because you just get traumatized with it every time it's brought up for the next decade? Well, I'm not traumatized. I'm just saying that like it's just usually a hackneyed. It's like I think I've described it this way, you know, like uh, when you were in the schoolyard as a uh, as a fat kid, sometimes people would creatively mock you for your fatness. And at other times, someone would just be like, hey, you're fat. And you'd be like, good point. Thank you for that. Yeah. Uh, Real nice qualitative uh, observation you made there. It was good for you to let me know that. I I had no idea. Right. So, I mean, the Dark Angels thing, I think, falls into that brand of 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 hackneyed, uh, you know, insult humor. Danny, what's your take on the uh, the I am Alfarious? So for me, this is like my new least favorite thing is all of the Alfarious stuff that's coming out in the past couple of years. Yeah, it's like this weird like deus ex machina that they just like to throw in there uh, for like whenever they want something to be surprising. Oh, just kidding. It was Alpha Legion all along. Like it's yeah, it's it's old too. Not as old as Dark Angels being traitors, which I've made many jokes about. But I'm I, you know, I'm done with it. Right. Like, yeah, it's spent. I had it was the um, the latest uh, Siege of Terror book. I was like, really? That's where we're going with this. It's good so, times. so there's so what you're saying is that there's there's a lot of like actual references to uh, like people being Alfarious in the lore and stuff. Is that what's annoying? I've read at least three books where he's died and properly died uh, by the author. Totally dead this time. Yeah, and then he shows mm. back up again. So you're like, yep. okay, I, I got it's just it's yeah, not a fan. Oh. 
I mean, uh, I think the the most glaring issue with the uh, with with that model. By the way, amazing paint job. Love those. Yeah, uh, got, love those like guys. uncloaking paint jobs. This is a pretty common. Yeah. You see this Please, with like cows, uh, stealth well, suits. I don't like it because Jesus I, Christ. I think it's. I don't know. It just looks like really three D printed. <laughs> well, the model itself. Yeah. Let me see it. I'll be the judge of that. Look I'll at be the, the arm. judge of that. Look at the arm. Yeah, look at the arm of the Dark Angel on the first on the like on the picture on the left. On the left. Okay, so Danny's referring to. I'm just looking at a really pixelated version from uh, Dickie's computer. I I don't think. I, I don't know. I think I think he's a. Oh, think he's just it's a edge highlighting line on the elbow. All right. Yeah, yeah but like look, off. like it's not just that. It's also like the gauntlet has too many pieces and. I f- and like the backpack, like the ring for the Primaris part is wrong. Huh. His, his torso, like in the middle, is too tall. Where was this posted? Where was this posted? This this picture. This is on Reddit. Hmm. You think it's made Warcom yet? Because I doubt anyone at Games Workshop <laughs> could could uh, <laughs> deliver that much detail about a Primaris space. Break. Look, they don't just let anyone onto Warcom. You have to they be do. a pro painter to get on Warhammer. Yeah, absolutely. Community. I'm pretty sure you One just have to hashtag Warcom. Uh, on Twitter, and you can get on there. Uh, and also, Let's never rip that faces, up. guys. Just don't do it. No, no, Danny. I'm very, by the way, Danny was on War or Warhammer Community last week for his Azrael paint job, which was fantastic. Oh, really? Uh, but disappointingly, disappointingly, he did rim his base. Yeah, so I saw it. I saw the base was unrimmed, and it was splotchy and, you know, kind of red. Um, looked a little, it looked irritated. Let's put it that way. And I looked at it, and it irritated me. And I'm just like, you know what? I can't turn this in in good conscience with the base without it painting black, without it being painted black first. So I just went yeah. through and I did it. Yeah. Dunzo. Like this guy right here. Angron. Giving it to internet bot. Don't Never do it. it to internet bullies. No, it will continually be unrimmed. By the way, Mangron um, disappointed me not because of the rimming, but because he wasn't like ultra flesh tone. Like he wasn't like super fleshy. Like you really hyped up how fleshy he would be. And he just kind of looks kind of like a rose. He's a bit of a rose. He's really fleshy under the armor. The problem, the problem is like under this, he's, he's buffed as hell under this armor, but I had to glue the armor on, which I wish I had it now, but you know, Oh, well, I'm not going to buy another $140 model from our good friends at frontline gaming. Mm -hmm. Get a great discount of, and if you use the affiliate code in our notes, uh, then that allows us to buy uh, several more Angrons. Actually, that doesn't give them a discount. It just gives us some money off of their purchase. Well, yeah, but they sell Games Workshop products at a discount. Yeah. Well, they do. That's yeah, true. That's true. true. Yes, 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 yes. And off MSRP. their secondhand shop can send you two-thirds of a monolith and then a return shipping label. <laughs> <laughs> Let's <Damn> move on. <laughs> <laughs> Very great customer service on this, though. Uh, next one to go. Who wants to be a lore master? Uh, okay. Which is my favorite one. Danny, answer this question. <laughs> How many Primarchs did the Emperor create? Um, I don't know that the... I guess 21? Why? I don't know. Hold on. All right. So here's a, here's a doofus' perspective on this. I also was going to okay. guess 21. Because I'm pretty sure there's supposed to be 20, and then two of them went missing, and then I just figured because it's a tricky question, there was an extra one. So the Alpha Legion <laughs> has two Primarchs. 
Or does oh, Kuma from the Emperor made the other two Primarchs for the Missing Legion? So I just counted those in there. Yep. Okay. Okay. Is there like a proto Primarch as well, though? Wouldn't he count? N- n- at, well, is he a Primarch? It's for all intents and purposes? No. For all intents and purposes. Well, that's true. So Fair enough. Do you have a with, Legion? With, no. with the Alpha Legion, then, are they. Yeah. Are are they both a hundred percent a Primarch, or is everyone half of of that Primarch? You know what I mean. So like, is half of the is half of the Alpha Legion Omega, and the other Mom. one is Omicron, or whatever the fuck? I think they're identical twins, man. So I don't think I don't think it's any different between. They're just identical twins, like uh, like in Breaking Bad, those guys, those bad guys, exactly. those bad hombres. Exactly. Like I them. think. In in game terms, there's about fifteen hundred um, Alpha Legionnaires who are Alpharius currently, uh, and back in the Horus Heresy, there was about thirty to forty thousand. Uh, so he created a lot of Primarchs if we go by the official lore. So all right, let's just keep going here a little bit uh, because Fellas a lot of, let's move on because a lot of space <laughs> marines because a lot of space marines are grown in vats and stuff. Uh, wouldn't they all just look the look the same? They're not grown in vats. I don't think they grow they're, space beans in vats, bro. Well, primaries are grown in vats. True. No, they're ki- they're kidnapped as children, uh, modified extensively, like, and put in a like tube. The, like a version of the Primarch, but they were kidnapped as kids. Yeah. Do you not read that part of the lore? Which there's part? this whole part? What the space marines are kidnapped? The, yeah, the space yes. marines, the primaries no. one. Oh, a part. space marines are. I thought you said the Primarch yeah. were. Oh God, no, no. Okay. Yeah, the, weren't they scattered to, to the fucking stars by Slanesh or some, some, something? Technically, he created none of them by himself. He had help True. the whole way, which was a great call. <laughs> call. The, the, and the call pattern primar- uh, primarchs. It was Arkenland. We all knew it was Arkenland in the study with a, sh- a candelabra. That's an interesting thing, Val. What would a 40k version of Clue look like? Would it be like eating? Oh yeah, dude. This is great. Yeah, Yeah, so what's on the appetizer menu this week? Uh, What what are we eating today? (laughs) uh, Cliff bar. Little Cliff bar here. Oh, that's pretty healthy. It's protein. Plant-based energy, though. It's Mm. pretty good. See, I didn't realize it would come right back to me like that. I was trying to time, right, the, Danny, time the bite. Danny, Danny uh, what would a 40K version of Clue look like? Well, it's obviously an Inquisitor's retinue trying to, or a bunch of Inquisitors trying to solve a crime. And so they're going to different locations in the hive to try and figure out where it happened and what it was done with and for what, each, you know, what, what faction did it. Each game takes 37 hours to complete. And in the end, you just throw away what the actual answer is and just tell them what you want the answer to be. Exterminatus. Uh, and then, yeah, exterminatus, the whole board <laughs> gets destroyed. Oh, Danny, uh, let's move on here. Uh, we're going to wait a second for Val to chew, but we'll pull this next slide up. Uh, we have Not Surprised, Fandom Wire, with, I think, the worst written article I've ever read including everything on Spiky Bits, uh, that says, you're probably going to see a dumbed-down yeah. version Amazon diluting Henry Cavill's Warham. I, I, I read this article all the way through, and this has zero, zero, uh, zero facts, uh, zero sources. Yeah. It's just one guy's opinion. What could what what could you possibly see being dumbed down to fit uh, a Warhammer TV show from the universe? 
Oh, I mean, well, they're only going to have like, you know, 10 and a half Primarchs. Because if they have them, then they don't have as many to keep track of. That's how they're going to dumb it down. <laughs> the Emperor good. created six legions. <laughs> no, 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 no. He created 11. He created 11. He created 10 and a half legions. And uh, they're all still fine. Some of them just died. Don't yeah. worry about it. One half legion is Ferris Manus. The other is Ferris Manus's head. This was led by. Um, what do you guys think? What is the worst version of Warhammer that a TV show could present? Tie in the old world to 40K. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it. Now, now we're cooking. Now we're cooking. No. Like, no. Long, long ago in the before time when Sigmar ruled the land, the no. emperor came. But why? You don't feel, Danny, I feel like you, you have an opinion on this. Okay. So I, uh, well, you, you I don't have an opinion f- on a lot of things. You don't feel like that's a missed opportunity. The fact that there's not some form of crossover, like why is so much the same? Even like AOS to 40k, like we don't even take this to, to fantasy. I mean, we have the same gods, um, and we in a lot of times we have crossover in, in chaotic characters. Like sure. you'd think, and like AOS is also like a multi-dimensional realm gate business. Like it seems, it seems to me that there would be continuity be- between the two, and it's the mortals right. that have different experiences. Yes, I John. have an answer for this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's because with uh, one shared universe, you can only sell licensing rights to one thing. Whereas with two separate universes, you can sell licensing rights to two things. But I'm not a lawyer, Danny. Was that and then you can accurate? sue somebody for using Slanesh in your 40k when you have when they're like when they only have it licensed for uh, or you know for not for fantasy. Imagine a world where they sell the rights to 40k for media, uh, but you're not allowed to use anything referenced in AOS. But your bad guy has to be chaos. But I feel like the, I mean this goes back. Mawal. That's this what goes that back. <laughs> this goes back further than um, any any point in time where GW had any idea of what IP was. And I'm probably still kind of touch and go on that concept as it is. But like, you know what I mean? Like, like, I mean, back in the day, I feel like they set it up so that it was the same oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. And then at some point they, they, they did, they did cleave those two things yeah, because you know, like in the Amazon th- example, it's everything. It's not just 40 K it's everything. So like <laughs> that maybe doesn't work. Yeah, sure. Maybe it is for AOS too. So maybe they will link those. You know, the old world was supposed to exist in some world in the Eye of Terror, kind of in the back in the in the in the background fluff, like somewhere, but unidentified, and you couldn't visit it. And you used to get stuff in fantasy that were essentially like 40k weapons. Like you could roll up a bolt gun on your chaos champion. In like this is going way deep. Yeah. So Mm. like there's there's stuff for that, and then they had an Albion campaign in sixth edition warhammer fantasy where they gave you like 40k weapons like you could like the the <laughs> the high elves won the campaign i think and they got like a power fist and the dark elves got a lightning claw but i mean it was called like a magic item but it was a lightning claw essentially like for that's kind of cool yeah. to me that's kind of cool you think that's hack or you think that's kind of cool eh, i don't know i just i like to keep them separate just you know don't get too much chocolate in my peanut butter and vice versa we have to be a serious show with serious things danny i want to share this picture that you shared with me this week what are we looking at here oh so this is a picture of the of two of the new <laughs> Aegis defense lines nice nice coincidence they can fit together like this i don't think so really the power of the Aegis comes from the balls uh, that is that's, <laughs> that's what's yeah, important to that's where all the power is one. jordan you're right <laughs> the, and the, the most cover 
yeah, the defensive buffs too, because before it got FAQ'd, it wasn't usable unless you were on top of the little uh, in top of one of the balls. <laughs> much like in, much like in real life. Uh, Danny, Val, what other fortifications do you guys believe could do with a redesign a la the Aegis defense line? Oh, the uh, Bastion. Give us a new Bastion kit because that thing was oh, cool yeah. when it came out, right? Like it was, a, it's like a classic 40k piece of terrain. It would it be is. cool if they had one that was like more usable or playable. Like even a ruined one would be cool with like some levels on the inside or something. That'd be a neat kit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, I mean, to follow up on the, I mean, the Bastion also has a, a, a deep history in 40k because it was, uh, it was a card. It was a card. It was one of the card based pieces of terrain. Yeah. From way back yeah. in the day, I mean, this is the first time I've looked at any detail of the Aegis defense line. Um, interesting. Uh, like pull it back up of... here, Dicky. Yeah, it's like they stripped off all the all the shit stuff. from Wall of Martyrs, uh. right? Like they stripped off all the dead bodies and the skulls and stuff, and they just left it clean. The Bastion, though, like you said, Danny's right. It's like I even forgot about that kit, and like I have one because it is a yeah. classic kit. We're like, wow, they make this big square building now with the four bolt guns sticking out of it. Um, I would go to say Skyfall Landing Pad, uh, yeah, even though sick. even though it got a bad rap from then to 6th edition when everything and their mother was standing on top of a Skyfall Landing Pad to get that save. Sky Shield. Um, Sky Shield. Skyfall? That's a Bond movie. Sky Shield Landing Pad. Um, I kind of hope if they redo it, I hope it's all blocked in underneath. Because then it yeah. actually makes it a pretty usable piece of terrain, to be honest. I hope it's also box. still like three feet wide. Yeah. It's all just boxed in. Got to land a Valkyrie there. on it, man. Or three Repulsor uh, Executioners. <laughs> <laughs> or one Warhound Titan. If you want to terrorize. <laughs> or one Warhound Titan. <laughs> or if you want to, if you want to terrorize a, uh, a uh, Horse Heresy event at Adepticon, just one Warhound Titan on a Sky Shield landing pad. Booyah. Lovely. Love it. It's good. It's a good name for a memoir. Uh, should fortifications, though, guys, be a part of the game uh, of kind of match play Warhammer? We don't see them hugely on the tabletop right now, but do you feel like fortifications are something that should be taken during match play 40k? I mean, as the person who brought in a, a kill as strong point uh, to a uh, LVO many years ago, uh, I 100% think they should be. I love I love being able to bring a building. I think it's cool as hell. I don't know why. I just really do like it. I don't want it to go away, but I also really resent paying points for terrain. So, like, <laughs> philosophically, I have an issue with it, but I don't want to ever see somebody else, like, not have the option to do that. I think they're really cool. No, nothing against them. Mm-hmm. I just, I just, I don't, I don't like, I don't like paying points for things that should be on the table. Do you think they should move to a system where everyone gets to bring a terrain piece, or is that just dope. as dangerous? I think that'd be awesome. You'd be dope. You down with yeah. that? I'm, I'm really the AOS that. way, right? Uh, yeah. Although I think you have to pay for them now in AOS. But I don't think so. Um, no. What if Mark what Murphy like... coming in, letting us know that AOS has done a good job of faction terrain that costs zero? Uh, so yeah. yeah, like I said, I think that'd be a good way to go. Yeah. I mean, it, it sure looked like that's what they were doing with 40k because everyone was getting a terrain piece. Like, I mean, we got the cool ass imperial, the imperial knight little fixing station. You had the cool ass drill for gene stealer cults. Yeah, just, the, the points is what really killed them. If they were free, you I mean, got I the, gar- you got the mech shop game. and the gargant head for. Oh for yeah, the I forgot the orcs have Oh, two. I forgot cool. the gargant head. Yeah, yeah uh, both of them are absolute garbage. Well, actually, I don't know that about the gargant head because it's ninth edition thing, so I have no idea. It's not good. Um, it's not but good. Uh, nothing's changed. <laughs> nothing's changed. Awesome. Still bad. Um, 
Yeah, no, there's lots of like, and it, it just, I don't know, Adventist Island Studio, like, like, it's really cool to build. Yeah. Uh, it's really good, what's the word, uh, world building is. is like the Wraith Gate mm-hmm. is so cool for that, like that army too. It's really fun to use. Like, I don't know. I really like the rules for that. Yeah. yeah. And if I ever uh, need some quick cash, I, I have a Wraith Gate I can sell for several hundred dollars, according to eBay. So I'm, I'm all for for that. Several there. hundred dollars? They are stupidly valid because they're really good now and they're not made. Uh, they they go for a stupid amounts on eBay. Right How much now. do the 3D printed vis- versions that look almost picture perfect go for? Because I can just fire up the old machine back here, and we got some we got some money going on. Grim after just, dark, yeah. Grim after dark. Uh, what are they called? Grim what after called? Ar- Grim after arch. Grim after arch. <laughs> no, please no. Absolutely. Well, moving on. Uh, Danny, explain this next one here to me. Uh, there's this little picture here I found. I had to recut it a little bit so it made sense. But but take us through what it says. Here. Every time you press the button, thirty guardsmen will die. There's uh, looks like a guy in some kind of a general's hat, maybe some kind of a French it's like a French hat. officer's hat. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but you'll tie up Angron for one full turn, and so the guy hits it, hits it, hits it again, and the guy's begging him to stop. Please don't. And then he says the emperor protects and he keeps slamming this button. Is thir- is 30 guardsmen a turn a good trade for keeping Angron um, busy? No. <laughs> I would also say no. Yeah. <laughs> how are, uh, moving on to this here, how are world leaders uh, holding up the ma- in the matter right now with their, the newest release almost, uh, aside from a really bad uh, demon prince? Uh, and Azrael, how are world leaders doing uh, in current 40k? I'm out of snacks. What? You should have saved your kind bar for this. Yeah, I, know. I should have saved my. Should have, I didn't know there was going to be a warhammer question. <laughs> you didn't do your warning. Well, we you didn't do your warning. Was... Yeah, you didn't do your warning, John. <laughs> didn't do the warning. Yeah. Diggy, yeah. right. right. <laughs> Diggy played them in a in a in an RTT. Why don't we uh, go do oh, some yeah, games played? Because I'm sure everyone would love a games oh, played right, recap. Do oh, we don't need a games yeah, played recap. We can just uh, like. How's your hobby yeah. going? <laughs> yeah, Diggy, how's your hobby going? It's going pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. How's do you feel? You it's good. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun. World leaders are a feel? blast to play. Like an unbelievable blast to play. I love it. Having so much Did you fun. win? I feel like they're a balanced faction. Uh, yeah, I, th- I feel like they're pretty balanced. I went uh, three and one. Uh, lost to uh, uh, Necrons with a Kitan. No, not Kitan. Uh, what's this called? Uh, Satan. Satan. There you go. Uh, uh, world leaders do not have a good answer for wound gated things. It's uh, yeah, not great. It's pretty bad for them. Yeah, but uh, they kill nice. a lots of stuff. So yeah. I'm <laughs> also fascinated to learn that Canadian tournaments or RTTs have four rounds. That seems a very long that, day. It's not, yeah, it's not always four rounds, but they we do a lot uh, have a lot of four round RTTs. That's that's Lionel. That's Lionel over at X Planet in Mississauga. Yeah. Uh, I guess because it's it's more than eight players playing, so they they yeah, go to a twenty four twenty three. I believe was the number so, yeah. started wow. at eight a.m. in the morning, boys. Yep. That's how. That's how. Wow. That's thirty for forty k Canucks are. That's too early. That is that's too early. <laughs> I wish we had four round events actually for RTTs. It's, I it's, think that's way it's better. really like it's so nice. Like the three round isn't enough. I, I always want to go. Okay, I went. Uh, I went perfect day one. What do I get round one of day two? Kind of thing. So you, you can get to get that view. That's really nice. So, a four and zero at a at an RTT 
Because that's the only way I ever won our DTs is that I, there was no fourth round. Um, yeah. So you can sort of fluke in. But like that top table is going to be your 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 T whip, right? right. It's going to yeah. be the yeah. playing against someone for reals. Although that's that RTT, there are a lot of good players. Uh, yeah. So I also would have lost for those reasons. Thanks, man. That's fair. That's fair. Um, Dickie, what chaos unit would you add to World Eaters? So looking at that Chaos Space Marine book, what do you wish you had access to? Oh, uh, easy. Uh, priest. Give me give me a priest. Oh, give interesting. Me give me an apostle. Yeah. Give me an Danny? apostle to get uh, a trans hitman or trans uh, uh, yeah, trans hitman on my eight bound and I'm good to go. Yeah. I would have assumed that you wanted something like raptors, like berserker nah. raptors. Now nah, we're good. Really? Yeah. We're good. Cool. We're good. The bunk bed started rocking when you mentioned berserker raptors. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a very good answer. That's a good Holy answer. cow. Good thing I don't have to stand up for another 20 minutes and 52 seconds. Um, what about sort of the other way around, Danny uh, and, and Dickie, a little bit here? Uh, what world leaders units would you make available to Chaos Space Marines? So go go ahead, Danny. I was first last time. Um, I'm fine with the ones that Chaos Space Marines have access to. They already have access to Berserkers, and that's all I really want them to have out of that book. Uh, Exalted Eight Bound. Probably no. <laughs> no. Why? Please don't. Please Why? don't. What's wrong with that? Yeah, those seem uh, those seem like a great time. I'm sure that you know, uh, word bearers getting full rerolls on the hit rolls you know, with those guys, or uh, uh, like night lords getting plus one to wound a lot. Yeah, oh, yeah. Go ahead. Fun. Go ahead. Uh, Question from the floor here: yeah. uh, With the space oh. marines like uh, taking factions that had for generations uh, their own codexes, dark angels, blood angels, and the like, space wolves, and making them supplemental to a core. Uh, list of unit selections and then having their own snowflake units uh, branching off of that. Why the hell did Chaos Space Marines do it this way, where they have uh, bespoke minimum, like really small unit selection bullshit lists for Thousand Suns, World Eaters, and the one I can't think of off the top of my head. Death Guard. Stinky Death guys, Guard. Death Guard. Why wouldn't they just draw off of the central unit list and have supplemental flavor units. I, I will say, and Danny, you can jump in on this here too. I think with a Death Guard Thousand Suns now, there's too many unique units in those armies um, in order to kind of make that sort of a supplement. Because Death Guard, you have like 37,000 characters and two or three different units that are added into there that are different. Um, and even their vehicles, like their vehicles are crazy yeah. too. And then with a uh, thousand sons, it's the same thing again, where I think there's just too many. Sorry. Yeah. I was going to say, I think oh. death guard probably have like 10 or 12 unique unit choices or more. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, probably more than that. I bet it's actually closer to 15. You got a contagion virulence, uh, plague surgeon. You have foul blight spawn. You have pox walkers, plague marines. Well, plague marines, any space. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Blight, blight lords, death yep. shroud, yep. Uh, the lawnmower. You have sure, the go -kart. Sure, but yeah. why? Like, yeah. why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you be able? Like, I mean, space walls have a butt ton of like True. individual units. Like, True. like blood angels too. Like, I just think they're, they're too iconic for for those chaos armies. Like, they're just they. Like I think that it's like it doesn't make sense because like 
really the only thing that Death Guard take from Codex Chaos Space Marines is like rhinos, some of the battle ass. tanks and rhinos. Yeah, like why wouldn't it. they? Why wouldn't they have like pestilence ridden raptors? Why wouldn't that exist? Uh, I, hmm. Why wouldn't there be havocs and 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 like you can't like have in... Nurgle raptors? They can be marked. Why? They can be marked. They just. Right? Yeah, in the yeah, book. But, it, but yeah. why can't Death Guard have them? Is what I'm saying. Because I think it out. goes. It's counterproductive to the way the Games Workshop wants that army to be played. Or and played in, the, in the background, for for like Death Guard didn't have a lot of jump pack units, like as like part of like this type of stuff that they took with them back to the Eye of Terror. So they weren't really proficient in that kind of warfare. So here goes something because I'll, I'll I'll reveal a secret trick here. I actually don't like the fact that Space Marines draw off of a common book. And I think it makes them all very same samey. And I actually do like the way chaos does it. Um, but you know, that all being said, I just wonder what's the, what is the place of just vanilla chaos space Marines in this sort of arrangement, you know? Yeah. To sort of, I think the way it is, is so all of the God specific factions will have their own book eventually. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. Cause right now Emperor's children do not. Right. Yeah. But they, they will. Oh, they will. And then the ones that are not God specific are part of the Chaos Space Marine book. Mm-hmm. And of them, I think that probably Emperor's Children are the most like the other legions, like as far as the way that they kind of do war, other than that they mm-hmm. have a lot of noise marines. So, like, I think other than that, they're pretty much Is what you the, would expect. Them do you to think be. it's the Primarch, though? I mean, that's a huge part of it for marketing, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, to get the Primarch in there. Yeah. I don't know why they don't why they do that for Space Marines. I think it's because they do draw from the same list of equipment and kind of like general battle strategy from the Codex Astartes, whereas like Chaos Space Marines don't really follow that. Mm-hmm. But I, I wouldn't really like, care it, if everybody had their own Codex. That would be fine. Mm-hmm. Well, it just felt like the the well, I guess you, you were getting our weird arbitrary situations where like whatever Blood Angels didn't have. Uh, what did they not have? Devastators forever. Yeah, or Centurions. Centurions. Thank you. Um, you know, like there was, there was sort of, and it was sort of, ar- became kind of arbitrary because they weren't making very clean choices. Correct. They were no. sort of doing random, like randomly something wouldn't be included in a particular list. But when you look at something like Space Wolves, I don't know, it kind of feels right that they like, they're, they're just like a, sort of, a, such a non-Codex, Codex, Codex faction, right? Like any, anyone, uh, any of the, the chapters where they are kind of chaotic in a way where they have like really gone far away from the Codex Astartes, you, you'd think that they would sort of do well with that sort of independent book with lots of different things. What what happens is because Space Marines are such a huge part of Games Workshop's product line, new model releases are frequent. Um, and it's much easier to be like, hey, we're releasing this new unit of nerf Primaris Marines. Everyone can take them. As opposed to having to be like, hey, reason this brand new shiny unit isn't it great by the way you can take them you can't you can't you can't let me update six different documents to tell you who can take them and who cannot or on the flip side releasing a new supplement codex every other uh, every year or every other year uh, which gets too much whereas with chaos it's much less of that i actually like the way they do it myself i like the relational style it means they have mm-hmm. to do less reprinting of stuff and you can kind of look for one in one area where you can see all the stats for all all those armies like pretty easily and quickly um so i do like that part of it but i understand is where you're a, coming from val is it a book limitation though like like you know what i mean like they've never really 
I mean, they used to duplicate all of it, right? Like, used to have like a Blood Angels Rhino and a Dark Angels Rhino and a Space Wolf's Rhino, or like, like, like the, all that kind yeah. of stuff. Like, I, I get, I, I do like that core reference idea. Like, the idea seems sound, mm-hmm. but also like, this, I mean, like an app wouldn't have this problem. Like, is it, is it like a, is it a way to sort, sort the book? It just seems strange that like one is sort of gone one way and the other one hasn't. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Danny, this is something you shared that I, I want you to kind of go over here. Um, I call this Danny's favorite custom chapter. Uh, oh, what are we fuck. looking at here? <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, my God. Hold on. I got to zoom in on this. My, my image is too small. Just a second. All right. So chapter master Thomas Baz of the Rampant Lions demonstrates why it's a very bad idea to invade a barbaric Astartes homeworld. Seated on his throne, made of tau, and its client races, bones and skulls, he keeps their ethereal commander as a slave on a chain. How's that greater good working out for you now, huh? I mean, he's Inspired got by Frank dude. Rosetta, drawing by uh, Giuliano uh, Andrande Silvia. It's a very good artist who is amazingly cheap. <laughs> This only cost me 80 euros. So give him a try if you want some of your own art. Now, the picture here is really important oh, because it shows a, first of all, there's a naked woman yeah. uh, she's... on one side of him. Mm-hmm. Um, Space Marines famously love the naked women, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then at his feet is the chained up ethereal, which has just massive boobs. <laughs> I was going to say, definitely the suggestion of very large boobies. Yes, yes, yes. I think he's probably on Grim Dank too much a little bit, uh, looking it's at fair. inappropriate pictures of Tao. I, I'm just yeah. I'm just curious now, how badly do you have to get beat by Tao to just start harboring rape fantasies about them? Like, that's like you've this gone, you've been gone playing like, Warhammer since 6th edition. <laughs> Riptide Wing has left a mark on him. Just like... If you're playing this guy in a in an RTT in your local store, just fucking don't reroll stuff. Just let just let the guy have one. Like he's what if this it's, guy's been messed up really bad. What if it's round four though? <laughs> and it's all to play for. Jeez Louise. Um Danny, would the Tao's famously hollow bones lead to the collapsed throne? You know, only the aircast have hollow bones, so I think that if he built it with the majority of like Earthcast workers, that's probably pretty sturdy. Um, and you know, I wouldn't build it with crew bones either, as again, those are also probably hollow. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, probably though a throne made of bones, it's probably not super strong if you're going to sit in it wearing your full suit of power armor. He might have even been in Terminator armor. I don't know, but I think that that might just kind of break if you sit in it. I don't, I don't know. I'm just, I'm not he an set, engineer or anything. But he you know. set the servos on the knees to lock at a very specific position, so no <laughs> weight is actually on the chair. It's purely decorative. Yeah, he's just he's straight up there taking a shit, dude. Just he's watching hovering. Women. He's hovering like a middle-aged woman on a public bathroom. Just. Just Fantastic. waiting right there. Um, why? And Dickie, pull this picture back up here again, if you will. Um, <laughs> or just why? Don't. I mean, <laughs> why does the chapter? Why does the chapter master look like Billy Mays, the OxyClean spokesman and cocaine aficionado? This guy's idle. Yeah, uh, he probably has his poster up in his room. Um, <laughs> just wow. some infomercials on 
on quick play, like ready to go after he finishes. <laughs> a bit of a Mark Murphy's comment in chat. It puts the triptide in the basket or it gets the hose again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, guys, incels don't get a lot of wins, like Kelsey points out here. So if you can give them just one, <laughs> like Val suggested, I think really we really, you know, just throw this guy a bone because uh. he's not throwing any. Do you think? Do you think, the, do you think the inverse? <laughs> you think the inverse applies though? That like guys who like always win at Warhammer also get fucking laid all the time. Dude, I mean, we could talk about big pits over here, but we're not doing that tonight, right? <laughs> just oh, like four and zero at the uh, at X Planet and just like, <laughs> crushing it at the bar afterwards. Yeah, that's all right. a deep cup. Guys, uh, what custom artwork should we order? Because we got to keep these artists employed. Danny, what's our space we, marine we chapter? Have, do we have to? I mean, please let them I think, I think first of all, like this is exactly what the artificial intelligence has been training for years to do. Like, I mean, <laughs> we we don't need we don't we can just let the robots handle these kinds of pictures. Except for hands, we can have somebody go in later and draw regular hands on some of these models. I think that would be yeah, fun. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Uh, we got uh, a couple more here. We're gonna go next to, to slide fourteen, Dicky. I call this one "Appetite for Destruction." Uh, this guy in Reddit says, "Hi, I'm relatively new to the hobby. Uh, sorry that Reddit was your first stop on this, but one to kindly ask: which other apps could be helpful?" And on the screen, yeah, we have the Citadel Color app. We have the Warhammer app, the Warhammer TV app, Reddit, uh, Battlescribe, Etsy, and of course the wonderful Tabletop Battles app. Guys, what are some of the must-use apps for Warhammer? Chrome, so you could access Wahapedia.ru. I would say, like, cow bones. yeah, maybe some kind of a meditation app to help you when your dice roll bad. Mm-hmm. So you don't act <laughs> like... And then I would just go ahead and just delete Reddit right off of there. Just get out, yeah. get, it, get rid of it. Get out it's of there. It's not going to help you. You're only, it's only going to make you worse. I have, I have one. I have one, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Recently... Recently, someone reached out to me. Pretty much, uh, and uh, and actually, so I'm going to flip this question. Oh, so recently, someone reached out to me and said, "Hey, I'm a person who can talk computer, uh, develop things, and uh, I love Warhammer, and we love what you do. And uh, what what would you what do you think we should make?" And I thought it was like, gee, I was so overwhelmed by the question because it's quite quite the question that I I ghosted them, so I don't think they'll actually <laughs> at, do anything that I tell them. But nonetheless, so like, what app do you think should exist that doesn't exist right now? If we could have better technology, I think something personally for me to take rid of some of the or get rid of some of the math or make some of the math easier. So like, a, not a dice rolling app, but a probability app almost. Hmm. So you know, like, how what am I likely to kill? What am I likely to hit? You mean yeah, like so, something like that. But obviously, with a grim after dark branding and a dollar ninety nine a month subscription fee, <laughs> um, I think like something like that is super good. Rightful Ruler is an app that I've used for a long time still with the AR to kind of mark out how far things are from objectives. You use it, I huh? I do use it. It's actually super helpful to kind of give you just a little top down with your phone, and it's not a hundred percent accurate. Obviously, because it's very micro things, but just kind of give you okay, gives me a really quick overview of the board state without having to go and measure a bunch of things. And if it's a really close KG game, maybe I don't want my opponent to know what uh, objectives I'm looking at or what I'm measuring at or what I'm doing there. So I really like Rightful Ruler for that. That's cool. Um, you actually use it in game because that's that's super badass. I love that. Yeah. 
Yeah, big fan of that one. Danny, what about you? Well, what, what is Warhammer missing for apps? Yeah, I'd say a Warhammer social media app so we can stop using like Facebook and that kind of stuff for events. Just have the ability to connect with other players and stuff like that. And maybe even with an internalized ranking system or something like that. I think we can do a lot of like really good work with that and like have events posted and everything like that in a way that just BCP doesn't really do because it's not it's it's not good at that stuff. I think BCP BCB could be so much more than it currently oh, it is. Be, and I yeah. think what it's writing on right now, love BCB, by the way, sponsor of, of Mob Rules. I mean, appreciate them for that. Um, but it's writing on the fact that it it is the only game in town uh, and no one else is using anything else. So why do they need to, to innovate and kind of do these things? Um, but I, say, I think it could be so much more. And they've done great things. Like they're tied into ITC battles. Uh, they obviously are very helpful for automating things like the ITC, wherever that is right now. Um, but I said they, they could be so much more. I'm just going to say out loud um, a lot of what I think. If, if, if this question had been posed to me a year ago, I would have had a lights out answer like unequivocally. But mm-hmm. I guess I'm maybe I burned out on a bunch of stuff. But I think like streamer tools, things that can support the broadcast <laughs> of the game is uh, is I think kind of kind of critical for growing the popularity of the game and like to to hop into like that dice odds thing something that could read dice results yeah in real time would be pretty cool and i don't think absurd to think of as a technical challenge that couldn't be solved if you had a dice dice. hmm? they bluetooth dice yeah but not even that like i mean like assuming you use consistent dice like say you're using a dice tray or whatever and you had a camera over that dice tray Oh, just having to read them and like be able to yeah, be able to actually like add up those dice so that you could see the the dice. Like, because I think of a lot of the times I think of like the drama of 40k hinges on the dice rolls, which is why dice mm-hmm. dice rolls are super important when you're when you're streaming it or you're watching a battle report. And then, but I think the part that people don't realize is that we understand the context of the roll, so we understand like what look what what is a big time like unlikely roll outcome what is a likely roll outcome you know we can see those things because we're doing the math in our head but if if you had a camera that could just like in poker tell you what the the odds of uh you know Mm -hmm. winning on the river are for for anyone before they're making their bets i think that would be pretty cool you know what i want actually and i've thought about it is this is more of a hobby app but i want an app where i can point my phone at someone else's model or another model, and it can tell me the colors that are being used on there or a close approximation of the colors. So when you, when you take a picture of that model, or if you scan that model, it'll be like, Hey, the closest to this is Nagarith Knight from games workshop, or the closest to this is, um, one of Duncan Rhodes's paints. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's just like, I think that would be super cool. I think we're going to we're going to call it here. I have uh, now a backlog of uh, 17 slides uh, that we can use at any time. We don't have to use them all. We don't always have to use them. You're welcome. For the the last month, we haven't. So listeners, watchers, you're welcome. Uh, Welcome to the pyramid scheme that is now Grim After Dark, where we make shows to make shorts, to make shorts, to bring people to shows so we can make shorts. Uh, It's just just how we are right now. But I'm that is all the time we have for today. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed our discussions, our insights, uh, our assembled dick uh, fortifications, 
if you will. And remember to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, look at the link tree in the comments here. That'll get you to our Patreon, to our Discord, uh, to mm -hmm. everywhere that you would possibly want to follow us, which why would you want to do that? But, you know, no judgment. Um, so until next time, stay safe, stay warhammered. And remember, it's pretty grim under the bunk bed. <laughs> 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 Alright guys, oh. mics are live Hell yeah right. These fucking nerds Fucking nerds. nerds Oh, people to blame, I forgot that we we do this Alright, let's have a look here yeah. We got Chaz Rob Nick Horton is a Patreon? Yeah, he is He's in the Discord and everything Sorry, learned Taylor. by the Kendrick Tyler, Tyler Bortel I mean, Mark, you really should change yeah, we're gonna change yeah, Nathaniel Hennig to Calcedo, of course. Uh, Tivadara. We got Adams. Yeah. Dude, I gotta go to Tristan Hill. Victor with a K. Old Man Mason. Better than Young Man Mason. Justin Bigwoody. Oh. Miguel Fuentes. Nick Aquino, Miguel Fuentes. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Thanks, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Just think, with your support, you could have bought a coffee with us. I like uh, not a not a good one. All right. <laughs> I got to read the press. <laughs>